Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers. Find out more about how you can listen to The Sunranto Show early and ad-free at patreon.com slash sunranto. Enjoy the show. Kobe blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Kobe Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable loser. Sunranto with Michael Sunranto and Crawley Sunranto and the lovable losers Sunranto kind of Kalamazoo, Michigan, where I just read on the rest stop sign that um, Kalamazoo means boiling water. It's a Native American term. So the Cubs, uh, I guess they they dragged themselves out of some uh, boiling water, and they managed to beat a shitty team like they're supposed to, which I think made us both very happy to walk away with the win, although I think it should have been a sweep. All right, welcome to Sunrise. I'm Danny Rocket. There's Michael Cotton over there, and there's Crawley sitting right next to me. Uh, sorry if we're bright. The sun's in our, in our face. We're going west. We're heading back to Chicago. Sweet home, Chicago, baby. Can't uh, can't wait to get uh, get rid get out of this hellhole that is Michigan. I can't. Yeah. I can't well, you know, the Cubs are probably hoping to get home too because they are much better at home than they are on the road. You said we probably should have swept, and we really should have, but. This team just doesn't play up to what it's supposed to when it gets out on the road, right? This is a uh, a one in four road trip. Took me a minute. Uh, I had to remember two. how many games were in Cleveland. No, no they won two. They won two. They won two because they won today. So they, they won two games and included it and lost. So it's two and three, the road trip. It was a weird week because, you know, you got the day off Monday, then you got the day off again on Thursday. And it's just like, I don't know, Cleveland, you understand why those games end up being tight. But against Detroit, that was kind of a heartbreaker to lose the one-run one uh, yesterday. We can kind of start with that game, just uh, getting into it a little bit. Because, man, it really, I mean, let's start with the loss, I guess, and then we'll talk about the two wins. Uh, Trevor Williams, that game, I think, goes a lot differently. If Trevor Williams can manage to pitch more than two innings. That was weird, though. It, he was at 40-some pitches, and no, he did not look good, so I don't blame Rossi for pulling him that early, but it was a surprise. Yeah, I mean, he goes, oh, yeah, I got the wrong game up, uh, game two. Yeah, and then not only that, it is that, you know, I think it's probably the reason they pulled him so early was because of all the off days. You know what I mean? The bullpen has gotten plenty of rest. And I think they were confident in Kyle uh, Hendricks, you know what I mean? And so that, that, that gamble, I think, paid off well. Well, but to only go two innings, gives up the three runs, then you get 
uh, poor Alec Mills goes out there. He didn't look real sharp. They were hitting it all over uh, with him, too. Uh, and we found out today Alec Mills has a bad back, and he was uh, put on the 10-day IL, right? Uh, yeah, he's, he's got to go to Illinois, uh, and I'm looking for the sound drop just because I love it. Illinois. Uh, poor M-I-L-L-S Mills. Can't yeah. spell Mills without I-L. Yeah, unfortunately. But this is like, he hasn't really been hurt too much, but well, hopefully we don't have to make that joke a lot in the future. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, the thing with, I mean, you know, so he goes out there, he can't do anything. I'm going to put back up the, the pitching line on that day. Um, so yeah, so you gotta use everybody. Mills, Steele goes out there. Steele looked uh, good though. Look real sharp. Winkler. Go- yeah. <laughs> well, no, nah, I mean, he was okay. Walked a couple, whatever. Gave up a hit. I'm talking about the, the, um, yesterday. Winkler goes out there. Uh, he gives up a hit. Then you got brother. It doesn't matter. Like they all did fine. Like nobody gave up too much. Except it was like mostly just Williams, Mills, and Kimbrel at the end. Uh, but you know, to me, you, you can't use everybody every day. You're just going to expose somebody's going to have a bad day. You, you use your whole build, bullpen. The one guy having a bad day is going to be the one that screws it up. You the know? one that you, the, the thing you really take on is Saturday, though, is, is Justin still keeps turning heads, and Keegan Thompson has looked really good on this road trip. Those two guys have been really the positives for me. So when you walk away from that loss yesterday, and it was a frustrating loss, I truly believe that the development of younger pitching is coming. Unfortunately, like I said, it would have been nicer if it would have been a couple of years earlier when we were in the middle of a huge contention run. But what did uh, Jason Hayward say? Shit, better late than never. Yeah, I mean, and the, I mean, I, I like these young Guys, we don't really know what they're going to be yet. Hopefully, they can all stay healthy and good. But, like, in, in that game, what I really liked about Keegan Thompson is that they keep putting him in. This was, like, the second or third time that they put him in roles that were, like, really um, kind of high leverage roles. Tie ball game, uh, you know, late innings. And, um, you know, it didn't look too big for him. He did the two innings. He struck out five. You know, like I mean, right. I understand it's the, I understand it's the, the Tigers, but you know, still, they're major league baseball hitters, and, and they didn't have a pitcher hitting. So, <laughs> and the other thing is, is that Trevor Williams going to do that? Yeah, I yeah. guess. I mean, it, w- it would have been nice though if he can go two innings. Maybe he goes in right after Trevor Williams. I mean, I'm not sure what what the math is on going with Mills at that point, but. You know, maybe Mills was fine. He hurt himself, and then that's why he wasn't good, and they didn't realize that early enough. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, they, I mean, the Cubs—they were, and see, at least offensively, all weekend long they were hitting the ball. At least uh, all week, of, all week, all week long. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland too—they were hitting the ball. Well, they just weren't getting the runs. Weren't getting the runs in. And then, uh, yeah, but there are a lot of base hits. And then in this one, you know, what do they have? Nine in game one. In game two, they had 11 hits. Uh, they were four for 12 with the runners in scoring position, so they were cashing them in. Yeah, Duffy with the big uh, hit with the with the three-run homer. Um, what did Duffy have, five RBIs yesterday? Uh, he did. Yeah, five, five ribbies. Yeah, 
the only one that had kind of a bad day was Hap. We went over five to, uh, yesterday, but hit a home run today. Solo shot, but still. Yeah, if the Cubs had won um, that game, that would have been the Matt yeah, Duffy I mean, game, uh, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I feel like where we say that a lot, that like Matt Duffy really contributes greatly in losses. <laughs> Is that the next obvious shirt? Well, no, because, I mean, I think he's he's been coming up. He just seems to come up all the time. Only, you know, it's like when you – Maybe it's a little more noticeable in losses, just because nobody else is doing anything in those in that game. Yeah, I mean, Rizzo had the other three RBI in that game. You know, it's not like anybody else was driving in anybody. They, you know, they got some hits. They were getting on base for those guys, which was good. But yeah, I mean, they scored eight runs. You know, but as you can't, it sucks that they lost. You can't have your- especially against Detroit. Yeah. That's- I mean, I said it to Crawley when we got in the car. I'm like, I blame Trevor Williams, and, and really him alone. Um, I mean, the other thing that kind of sucks is, like, at the end of that loss, Kimbrell, I mean, he's supposed to be a wipeout dude. He's supposed to go up and get swing and misses on that knuckle curve, which I was thinking, like, that thing's so filthy sometimes that it's hard for the catcher to catch. If you're in extra innings – you got a runner on second with nobody out just to start the damn inning, and and uh, Dirty Craig's got to get dirty. Like that runner's on third real fast with one one uh, ball that bounces away and just some dumb luck, you know. Uh, it, either way, like my point is, Dirty Craig's got to strike out more guys. You know what I mean? Like I, I appreciate that his ERA is low, but. Yeah, well, he's and not the, even giving up that many runs, but that one run that tied the game didn't even get charged to him because it's like a fake run. Right. Yeah, it is a fake run. It's fake baseball. Uh, in the night, in the you know the day before, uh, he did. What did he have? He had three. He had three strikeouts. Yeah, he, he struck out the, out the side. side. The day before, well, and, and was, it's almost it's almost like he went out there throwing fastballs that day, and then. Only had off-speed stuff the second day, and that got a little yeah, wild. That's an ass stat. <laughs> that's an ass yeah. stat. I do not know if that's how it went down, but the second day did not seem like he had. He was throwing the same stuff up there. Salud, Crawley. This is one of those self-driving Teslas, right? Like you, yeah. you can yeah, you yeah, look that up real quick. Like what the pitch mix was yeah. yesterday. Um, no. It, well, they used him two days in a row, which was kind of weird because last time we were like, why didn't he pitch on that Friday with the game on the line? They had like Winkler in there or some shit. Tapera. Yeah, they had Tapera in there. <laughs> and maybe now we know? Well, well, no, because, I mean, he that's what I'm saying. It's like we're all speculating. Oh, is he? are they treating him with kid gloves? They don't want him out there too much. You know, it, they're not going to work in that you know, then they use him two days in a row, and we were sitting right by the bullpen. And um, you know, Dirty Craig was warming up again today. Yep. So uh, because you know the ninth got a little hairy at the end, you know, the t- Tigers make a little bit of noise uh, off, of, rally. off of Hendricks, but we can get off the loss if you want to, uh, and off the Dirty Craig. Let's talk about uh, Hendo today. Almost pitching a Maddox. It wasn't one, but. We were hoping to see one, 
But I was kind of surprised he came out in the ninth. We, we were saying that in the stands. It's just it's one of those things that you're as a manager, you're always gonna let your guy try to finish it out. You know, they take the pitchers take pride in doing it. Like we were like, eh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, you know, he was just absolutely that first inning, and I, and I told I told yeah we're we're losing you there crawley uh are we back yeah, I, I saw us going away for a moment there. yeah now, now you're back a little bit michigan, better michigan, michigan internet yeah. on 94 like it, it can be spotty so hopefully we can get uh we can get yeah. uh, a, a show it, out the Sunranto show is brought to you by take line sports culture takes take line has it all take line is a weekly podcast hosted by emmy winner jason concepcion and former wnba champ renee montgomery that's a fast-paced exploration of the nba and the world of sports and culture each week jason and renee talk about the games players controversies and issues that run both on and off the court Follow now to hear Take Line every Tuesday, wherever you get your pods. Speaking of Tuesdays, did you know that the Sunranto Show has a live interactive show on the Locker Room app every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central? Well, we do. Uh, what's the Locker Room app, you ask? Well, uh, let me tell you. It's a free app. Right now, it's only for iPhone users. And what you should do is go download it and then follow Sunranto Show. And when you do, you can be alerted as to when we go live. Uh, we'll do post-game breakdowns over there. Uh, there's uh, debates. There's parties. There's breaking news. It's all through the Locker Room app. It's kind of like Clubhouse, but it's Locker Room. And, uh, hey, we got a show, so you're going to be interested in it. So join us Tuesdays at 6 p.m., We've got a different topic each week. We already did, like, most hated Cubs players of all time. We did unpopular Cubs takes. It's a fun conversation. Last week, we just talked while the game was on, and that was fun. So download the Locker Room app, hang out with us, and, um, hey, back to this show. But what what Crawley was saying about, yeah, the manager wants to give Hendricks the chance to get that complete game. They don't get very many opportunities in this era of baseball. And you saw that he had a very short leash. Right. He gives up the hit and he's immediately out of there. There was no there was no questioning. There was just like, okay, that's it, let's go. I think they let and him then, give up too, didn't they? I thought it was two hits in the ninth. Yeah. Oh, was it I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm trying to uh listen to the game and watch it on the thing later because I was in the car and also doing stuff today too. But uh yeah, then Winkler comes in and uh you know, gets him through. But well, they, he's they, always scary. Yeah, he's always cool. Well, what's weird about Dan Winkler, look, he's got his ERA is .73. And, and that just does not look like a .73 dude. Like, you know, no. that, that, that does not pass the eyeball test in the least. And uh, the, uh, the the guy who uh, was sitting next to us today in the game, he, he I heard him mumble to his friend. He's like, well, this guy's not doing very good. Like when Winkler was out there, I was like, actually, he has an ERA under one. He's incredible. But yeah. I, but I, knew, that. I, I knew it wasn't true. Uh, but he did get a strike. And uh, Hendricks did give up eight hits. Uh, but he also had eight Ks. So that's pretty uh, high strikeout amount for him. 
And, um, you know, just it was nice because if you remember his last outing, how absolutely dog shit terrible he was. That was the Mother's Day. The Mother's Day massacre. I honestly right. ruined, ruined Mother's Day for my mother. And my daughter's yep. birthday game. Yeah, and his daughter's birthday game. And so I'm like sitting here with like one more stinker from Kyle and like, you know, I, I might sell my jersey. <laughs> but but um, anyway, uh, that was awesome. He did great. He, we were still throwing slow, man. We didn't see a lot of 89 up on that board. Yeah, 87, 87, 86 is what I kept seeing. Yeah, he was doing a lot. I kept Every time I looked up at the board, it said sinker, pretty much. So, sinker at 87, you know. So, his pitch mix obviously was working for him. But, you know, the, the Tigers, they're one of those teams. They don't have a lot of power. They don't hit home runs that much. I don't think they hit one in the whole series, did they? I think they did. They, well, yeah, they like off of Arietta, yeah, that too. They, that, yeah. The only runs Arietta gave up were, were two solo shots. But um, that was another good win, seeing Jake back on the mound, you know. And coming off that injury, I think it was like a, some sort of uh, cut to his thumb or something like that. He's having trouble gripping uh, the yeah. baseball. You know, he came back and had, a, you know, a pretty darn good game for, you know, the first one back in Atlanta was against the Pirates, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he looked he looked great in those first five innings, and then he gives up the back to back solo shots, and uh, you know, but still not terrible. Yeah, one and then, one walk. And then the, bullpen the, big, was, the, the bullpen was totally wipeout, and it, it, the bullpen worked exactly like a bull penis supposed to work. Yeah, whenever yeah, whenever you can get it, for sure. But. uh the one, you know, kind of troubling thing about Arietta's start was there was only the one strikeout. He was getting the hits, getting the outs. It looked good. He looked, you know, comfortable up till the sixth. But I don't know. It's you like to see you. You think of Arietta as more of a strikeout pitcher. Yeah. And, and you know, to be honest, at this point in the career, that's really not going to happen much more. He is somebody that's having to learn to do uh, more with less. I mean, he has to rely on uh, pitching to contact and be a smarter pitcher and not just somebody that has stuff. Because that stuff mm-hmm. isn't what it was in 2015, 2016. Right. It, it kind of re- it reminds me of what we're going to see tomorrow, kind of the, when John Lester comes back and, and visits the Wrigley Field. It's like what we've seen out of the last couple of years out of Lester where he just got the velocity was down and he got craftier and I mean, Jake can do it, you know. Dude works hard, and you know, uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, because he's going to remain unvaccinated, <laughs> he can keep his velocity up a couple of ticks, you know, it w- without that the Bill Gates microchips weighing weighing his blood down. Yep. Know? So, um, you know, you don't want to change your DNA. You might you might throw slow like Hendricks. Maybe that's his problem. <laughs> you know, you know, Hendricks was first. Hendricks like invented his own vaccine. And he's just like, oh, I'm not doing the the, the, the Pfizer. I, I'm the professor. I make my own vaccines. Right. Um, so, uh, all right, so game, yeah, I guess we could talk a little bit about game one. Like, this was one of those games where, I mean, honestly, it, look look how fast it was. Uh, two hours and 31 minutes. Freaking started early. Uh, that's when it started at, like, 5 p.m. It was over by, like... 7.30 Central Time. And um, Rob Manford had a big heart on on that one. Yeah, this one, this is the one that Brian 
homered uh, off of Sammy Scoble, the blind skier. <laughs> and uh, it never gets old. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, the, the, but that's one of those moments that I'm like, why aren't we beating them by more? Like, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but like, all right, you lose. I, I just wanted to put up like shit tons of runs. I thought one of these games was gonna go like, but they had eight runs, four, four, eight, nine runs when they're gonna get they lost. But I thought there'd be a crooked. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the most runs they scored. All they scored a total of like eight or nine runs in the in the other two games combined. Right. But my point is, like, I thought there was going to be like a like a fourteen to three like laugher where the position players pitching and you know, and, and, but none of that happened. And that's what I wanted out of. I wanted I wanted to see a game like that. It's really what I wanted. We actually got two pretty good games. I mean, the results sucked on Saturday, but you know, there's a lot of action, a lot of drama, a lot of back and forth. Today, right, as as short as the first game was, the the second game was twice as long because of, I mean, extra innings for sure, but even before the extra innings, when you score 14 runs between the two teams, it it extends the game a long way. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, we were sitting there pretty long, and, you know, we were drinking a lot, and, you know, the, the sun, like, started going down, and, like, I kind of figured that the sun would still be up when that game ended, but the lights were about taking effect. Um, the lights have taken full. And it, it was just, uh, man, I, that game is just, like, it's one of those moments when you look up at the scoreboard, and you're like, Jesus, it's only the sixth? God damn it. Mm-hmm. I mean, today we turn around, all of a sudden we're like, wait, it's the Sabbath. Yeah, 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 today it's like, what? It's the stretch? Do we all stand up and sing? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, I, just overall, I just, it, I'm glad to see the bats back. Nice, just like you said, nice to see Arietta back. Nice to see Hendricks, Maddoxing-ish. Uh, oh, but, and, yeah. uh, and, and Ian Happ came off the IL, and he looked all right today, had a homer, had uh couple of good hits. Yeah. So that's really – so you lose Mills, but you get back half, and you get back Horner, too, came back in the series, too. I remember he made a couple of good plays that we were low, we were jumping about the unanimous uh, second baseman. Yeah, Horner made a couple of nice plays in the field today. And, and it's just like every time every time Horner does something awesome or like – you know, Horner, even today, did he, he knocked in a run with sack fly, I think, right? Yeah. I so, think it was, a, it was a one out, and he hit the sack fly. He did what you – he did what you did, you know. You need to do, which is drive in that run, make contact, don't strike out, and put it all on your teammate with two outs. Yeah, yeah. He, a- he, he was over three uh, with one RBI, you know, and one left on base. So not terrible. Didn't strike out at all. He also didn't walk. So. Well, the, the the thing that we love is the defense. Yeah, he made a couple nice plays in the field, and every time we see that. You know, I, I always just think of David Bodie, and, you know, I must admit, at this point, and I know a lot of people probably like David Bodie, it, 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 I kind of have an irrational dislike of David Bodie. It, 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 is David Bodie good, and I'm just, like, missing the boat on this? Oh, the Bodie. Am I missing the boat? Do you know, like David Bodie? Do you, do you like watching him play baseball? I think what people like is that he has, over the last couple of years, Put up a reputation of coming through in sort of big situations, all but if you that, watch, that. yeah. But if you watch him, so you know, so his name's out there. But if you watch him every single day, 
you realize that he is he's an average player. He's not he he can have good days, but that also is that he's he's going to have bad days and he doesn't necessarily have a spot on defense. Like there's no place and on I, defense know, that remember, he's a starter. I remember how everyone used to be mad they're like why is Albert Elmore playing more, you know? Why is Joe Madden not starting him every day? Sometimes it's better to kind of just have that guy you know, hide any weaknesses. The more you see him, the more exposed he gets. And so, like, little doses, everything's all good. But too much, and you're just like, ah, nah. I'm yep. good. Yeah, Bodie is hitting 183 on the season, and he was the DH. Well, <laughs> what, what, what? You're breaking up pretty bad right now. A little higher because you got the pop. Is it the five? Yes. Sorry about that. I know. I know we're breaking up. I said what? Yeah. His his OPS is five forty one. Did you hear that? Five forty one for OPS. That doesn't play. You. That's not an everyday player. That's not an everyday starter that you can throw out every day. That's. that's He is. Basically, might as well catch. Yeah, on the the nine uh, hitters, the nine hitters that were out there today, including Ian Happ, who also has a 183 uh, batting average, uh, he is the lowest by at least 70 points. Yeah, Happ is the next worst uh, that that played today, and he has a six ten OPS. Oh, I think we're having technical difficulties here. Uh, yeah, we are. Uh, we, uh, uh, Crawley's Crawley's car is flipping through a ditch at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Danny is now upside down, but he's going to he's going to keep on with the show. Can't hear. Yeah, we're 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 struggling here. So uh, carry the show. I'm trying. Uh, Bodie, we got little Yelper saying Bodie is a great bench guy, not a starter. Um, David Lowry, Vargas in Cleveland was the low point of the 2021 season. I don't know if I'm going to go that far with you, Lowry, but it was rough. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. So great, now you guys. I'm trying to go through the the comments. You guys need to comment more, so I got shit to talk about. Come on now. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what I was saying before, though, out of the lineup that was out there today, uh, Bodie is far and away the worst hitter, worst on base, plus slugging. Um, he was the, if you remember, he was the unanimous decision to break camp as the second baseman. But up to this point, he definitely doesn't have a defensive spot. And I think we're getting real close to the point where he's not going to have an offensive spot back. other than to be offensive. Yes, you're sure we're back yet. You are. I can hear you now. I can't. No, you're good. <laughs> They're actually looking at us. We can hear them, and they are not hearing us. I guess. Yeah. 
All right. Um, no, unfortunately, so this is a harder show to do when you're all by yourself, right? Uh, Bikes Spoke says uh, Bodie is 40 games in mediocre. Agreed. Um, you know, let's move on, I guess. Uh, let's see. They're trying to come back in. Danny, are you there? Nope. As you can all tell, it's nothing but... (laughs) I don't know what that was, but that was it. Uh, Mac Hammer says, now is your chance to go on an epic rant without interruption. Oh, man, I wish... Oh, can we talk about why the hell the team is not at the 85% vaccinated rate? Well, yeah, that's tough. Uh, part of the part of the issue is that these are very rich white people, and seems like rich white people don't seem to think they need vaccinations. Uh, but we also did hear that Hayward isn't looking forward to isn't getting vaccinated right now, and that's frustrating as well. He does have a little bit of history in that uh, the U.S. government used uh, Tuskegee to you know, test vaccines and to test uh, different things on African-Americans, which is makes them a lot more reticent before they get uh, things. So I can kind of understand that. But honestly, I think that they're all probably mostly worried about just missing, a, you know, maybe two or three days just from the effects of the COVID vaccine, because a lot of us who have been vaccinated uh, you know, have gotten, you get tired for a couple of days. You may actually feel ill. I know Danny, uh, Danny, if you can hear me, uh, Danny was really rough on his second day, but that probably had a lot to do with the fact that he drank the whole night before. <laughs> I don't know. We're losing them. So, um, no, the, the vaccination rate is really frustrating because they, re- I mean, at this point, I don't understand why anybody's not doing it's, it, uh, especially people who you would think have full-on health teams that are teaching them why it's good for them and why it's not. Why it's good for them and why. It's- I mean, it's one thing if you're listening to Fox News and you're listening to Trump and you're like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to risk it. But when you have actual medical professionals that work for your team, they should probably be arguing that they should be getting the vaccine. I don't know. And we've lost, we've we've lost Danny Crawley completely yet again. Uh, Bike spoke says, "What's the update about seating? Uh, you're going to have to be more elaborate about that." We talked about it the last show that uh, they're they're moving up to sixty percent. They will have a vaccinated area, which the only benefit to the vaccinated area is that you get to sit closer to everyone else. So, um, but yeah, they still can't hear me. I don't know. We're going to move on to, uh, the upcoming games. We've got the nationals coming in. Uh, they just came off. They lost two of three to the Phillies and to the Yankees. So, uh, coming in 
not so hot. Arizona and them beat the shit out of each other. These are Danny's notes, and now I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, let's look at the Nationals' offense coming into Wrigley, who we're going to have to deal with. Uh, they have the 10th highest OPS. They don't hit homers, and they're second to last in walks, and they've got the fourth fewest runs. So what that tells me, what, what that tells me is that they are actually hitting the ball a lot, uh, but they're, they're not hitting it out, not hitting it with a ton of power. Um, how's it going? And then, hey, I can hear you again. Yay! Hey, they're back. Okay, I, I tried. Yeah, we'll, we'll go back um, to being interesting. Yeah, I know. Th- that fucking blows, man. Not having anybody talk to you on this thing. And then I'm trying to read, I'm trying to figure out your notes. Like, I, so I moved on to the national series and I'm like, lost two of three to the Phillies and the Yankees. And then Arizona built it, beat the shit out of each other. And I'm like, what the fuck does any of this even mean? Yeah, I know. I, it's, it's, it's shorthand rocket. Yeah. You're, there's no yeah they went two, two and four against the Yankees and the Phillies. Is that right? And then what happened in Arizona? The Nationals, yeah. Yeah, they, they actually took two and three. The Arizona and uh, the, the Nationals beat the shit out of each other on consecutive nights. Uh, kind of like with the, the Cubs did that with the, the Braves or Bra- something. Yeah. 13 to the four, Braves, yeah, 13, 13 and did. four. Yeah. yeah. That have a choice. And then... Um, but, uh, can we go back a little bit? I want to talk a little bit more about Detroit, uh, just about the city and like the kind of the time we had. Um, first of all, like uh, it's a really nice stadium, uh, and and it's I know it's like not one of the older ones, but they have a beautiful statue garden of like with like Ty Cobb and like Al Kaline and uh, who else was up there? Uh, some of the old timers. Uh, I don't know, Mickey Lawler or Cochran or whatever the hell, but it, it's, <laughs> they go decade by, I don't know, the Tigers. Are the, the, the statues right. are beautiful. Hey, Greenberg, you know. And if you go outside, they have these huge monstrous, like, Tiger statues, and uh, I mean, everything about it is just cool. They have an amusement park in there. They have, like, a Ferris wheel and, like, a merry-go-round, and, like, uh, but what Daniel's talking about is, like, they go decade by decade, like, 1910, 1920, there's, like, one station you keep going down like these different stations and you get to see a lot of their history. It's really cool. Which made us bitch, of course, about the Cubs' lack of museum. Because they don't have a... And we're like, man, wouldn't it be cool if the Cubs used... If they had their an old, their own giant building, maybe, like, and, and it was like right next to the ballpark. It's just too bad they don't have something like that. You know yeah, I mean? it's, it's too where, bad where, that they don't you know, own they every own building. building. <laughs> yeah, and it was right by the ballpark. You can have it, you know, like statues and memorabilia of all the different, you know, rich Cubs, the tapestry of Cubs history. That's what, that's nearing 150 years of baseball well, playing. Like, and shame. what's crazy, they don't have their own building. right. And what's crazy is you guys have seen this over the last 10 years. The amount of memorabilia that they actually do show at Wrigley has gone way up. And it's still almost nothing, but there was literally nothing right up until, you know, 2009, 2010. Like, once the Ricketts took over, that was, I mean, before the Ricketts, 
there were not those like how they have uh, some some of those uh, shadow boxes on the wall out in the outfield, and, like when you're walking in the concourse underneath. They just yeah. had nothing. They had some banners that would hang down uh, behind the grandstands, right, of the greats. And that's basically all they had. And, you know, so now they've got a little bit more with those shadow boxes and stuff be- under the bleachers. But there was nothing back there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Tigers have a lot of stuff, and it's really cool, and I was kind of jealous of it. And, uh, and I got to thank Crawley here for one of the finest. Here's the beautiful thing about COVID is that because the ballparks are only at 25% capacity, what they've done is they've zip-tied up seats that they don't sell. But Crawley's like, zip-ties? I know how to get out of zip-ties. And, well, all you got to do is, like, sit down hard on the seat. You break it, and you make it look like a seat that was sold. (laughs) So we were down, both games, in the same seats, um, right in, in the first row over the Cubs' bullpen. We spent the whole weekend cutting up with Chad Noble, chafing. We were hanging out with him. I've got, I got some great video. We'll share it on the next show because didn't have time to upload it for this uh, particular show. But some great stuff with Chafin. Like, we're all for us. Crawley's, like, throwing his car down to, to those guys. Um, we just had a, a blast, man. What a what a fun group of dudes. We were, we were, we were throwing back pretty hard. And, you know, we were obviously a little bit drunk. And all of a sudden. Chad Noble runs it like slams the mat like literally like four inches from him. He just got jumped like he slam dunked right on top of that. There, it's like oh my god. Yeah, these Chad Noble scared the shit out of us. We were paying attention <laughs> and looking at our phones. So he's just like boom, and he hits the mat like right by us. I just jumped out of my freaking skin. Um, and then uh, you know we went over to Greek Town, had some really great Greek food. It wasn't even that expensive. There were three of us. It cost like sixty five bucks. And uh, we, 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 like, got the flaming cheese, and we got the the ouzo, ouzo. We drank ouzos. You know, we did it up Greek style. And uh, it was just a nice night. And then everything closed at 11. So we wanted to stay out. So we didn't have really the wild ride that we were hoping to do because uh, the whole town closed at 11 because of COVID. But still, we had a good time. And it's a nice stadium if you ever get a chance to go. Have you been there, Michael? I have not. I have not been up to Detroit. I've been yeah. along uh, the East Coast, and then, you know, obviously Colorado and uh, then Chicago. So I've oh, got a, I've got a number of stadiums to get to. Probably a couple of years, and, you know, they'll, they'll be going back there again because they got to play, I guess, West and East again someday if that ever happens. Because uh, now we've played the Central, what, three years in a row? Is that right? What, who did we play in 2019? Man, I don't even know. I thought we played the East. Oh, we played the East. I don't remember. But uh, I mean, if they if they were just backing it back up, it'd be East and Central. We'll go West next year. No, Wyatt says it was West. uh, Oh, it was West because didn't the Cubs go? Wasn't that when they went to Open in Texas? They opened Texas. They opened in Texas. I was I was there. That's when I went bull. That's when I went bull riding. They open in Texas, yes. Yeah, oh, and they so, were terrible for the first week. They, they like, won their first well, they, game, and then they lost the next seven or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, oh those ball. great old days when the Cubs couldn't seem to string together very many wins. Yeah, oh, it's kind of like today. 
But I am excited. I'm going to the game at Wrigley tomorrow. And, uh, you know, just, just, you know, one of the things that really, I think, bothered Cub fans, there's so much this offseason to piss you off. But just the fact that you got you lost John Lester, who had meant so much to this organization. And he, he gets to come back, and it's not full capacity. I mean, like, you could just imagine the 40,000 people roaring when John Kim comes back tomorrow. But, you know, it'll be what, uh, however many they got in there. They'll have the video tribute. Well, you know what's going to be... What's going to be weird about the video tribute, too, is they're going to have to put a video tribute to Lester and Schwarber. Or do you think yeah. they just leave Schwarber out of the tribute altogether? Well, you got four games. I would say tomorrow is really about John Lester. I think right. tomorrow, tomorrow he, Lester's on the bump. Uh, you know, you, you have, a, you have a, a guy that changed your organization, turned him into champions. And you, that has to be acknowledged. You know, Schwarber was, you know, had a couple good years and, and had important key moments, no doubt. But this team doesn't do it without Lester. That, that, that was the, when you take a look at this period of Cubs history, Lester is going to be Theo's crowning achievement as far as that was when all the dominoes started to fall in our direction. Right. I oh, agree. No, no uh, doubt about it. Um, do you think, this is for both you guys, uh, do you guys think that, Lester would have retired if it had been a normal season last year and the Cubs could have given him the send-off that they would have given him had they had everything been going normal. Uh, you know, John, John Lester's one of those guys that he's just a gamer, you know what I mean? He's, he wants to play, and that's what he loves to do. And I think that, you know, he didn't want to go out. If he got a whole year, like a retirement year, that's a good question. Like, like a Grandpa Rossi year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, See, that's what that's, that's what I'm saying. Because he didn't pitch. If he would have pitched, and I mean, because you got to think about the wear and tear on the body last year would have been much more than it was, right? Because he had what ten starts versus his normal like thirty starts that he would have had. Right. They could have built up to it. He might have been feeling more ready to hang it up last year than he did after getting an extended off season. And then, you know, real, especially for him, not pitching very much. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, one of the last uh, 200 inning guys that would put that up every year. And so last year pitching 70 innings or whatever he did was just getting him started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think it sucks, especially because the Cubs aren't necessarily they, – they didn't pay him all that much to be a national. And, I mean, they paid him a lot, but it, it, was, it wasn't like – it, was, it wasn't going to break the bank or set him over the luxury tax or something if you signed John Lester. And then if you look at it, like, you could have Lester and Arietta and, and had and, – you know, we'll, we'll look at it in a second, but um, Lester's numbers have been – even though he had COVID at the beginning of the year, it only has a few starts in his belt, but his few starts have been really good and uh, actually look better than what he put it up for the Cubs last year and maybe even the year before. So, I mean, yeah. obviously it's only a, few, only a few starts that he's done. But, I mean, I just think it's a shame that you can't, you couldn't have gotten something done. Instead, like, you just give all his money to freaking Trevor Williams to go out there and pitch two innings. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, get it's it. Rid- like, it's ridiculous. They, uh, Lil Yumper says he thinks Lester wanted to win 200 games as a Cub. He wanted to get to that win number 200 as a Cub. Uh, and I mean, 
that that could have that could have factored into it too. He's he is still chasing that, right? Yep. So yep. So that was gonna get with some bullshit team like the Expos. So like, or, or, you know, it's just it, it's it's a shame. Like, I mean, it's gonna be sad. I'm not going tomorrow. I really wish I could. I just can't. But I mean, I I think it, it's gonna be sad. Like, I think it's gonna be. I think it, it's going to leave people with maybe a bitter taste in their mouth to even give that tribute because it was unnecessary that he left. He probably only pitches one, maybe two more years in the majors. Like they didn't give more than a year, did they? So no, yeah, and he's got 193. Yeah, yeah, he's got 193 wins this year. Uh, so I could have totally seen a full normal load last year. He might have hit that 200 mark. Um, but yeah, who knows if he'll be able to do it this year because as you know, Danny notes here, uh, the nationals are not out to, you know, a wonderful start and their offense isn't the greatest. You want to talk about that a little bit? (laughs) I guess not. Oh God. Uh, Well, I like the, 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 they're not hitting home runs. Their OPS is, is like the fourth worst in the majors. Or no, no, wait. I'm sorry. I'm saying that wrong. Their OPS is tenth best, but they are fourth worst in runs scored. As a, so, here's a team that's actually hitting okay as far as getting runners on base. But they are not cashing in runs, which I'm not really sure how that would feel as a baseball fan to watch my team do that. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, so it's almost like they can get eleven hits. That, they can get 11 hits and leave it's more people than that on base. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. 15 on base? Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen it. So um, we were joking around earlier. We said they're the East Coast Cubs. You got four ex-Cubs on that team. Yeah, and they really are. They got Starla Castro. They got, uh, you know, obviously Schwarber and Lester. And then uh, uh, the catcher. Uh, what's his name? Um, Alex. No, uh, right. Alex Avila. Yeah, well, and and Dave Martinez is still the manager, right? Oh, Dave, Dave Martinez, yeah. I didn't even think of him. Uh, so, yeah, so the, the Cubs way on the East Coast. They don't. So, guys, now that you bring that up, we could technically have a video for every day of the series, right? Exactly. <laughs> could you? Alex Avila's <laughs> tribute Alex. video is like, hey, guys, and it's over. Yeah. 30 second video. <laughs> um, it's freaking t- Taylor Davis has more footage, uh, you know. <laughs> well, that's Taylor Davis has more footage just the in the camera. one stare. Yeah, the one time he looked in the the camera. But yeah, offensively they suck, second to last in walks, so they're not up there walking. Um, and then uh, the, now you think of the Nationals as one of those teams that okay, fine, they're not scoring runs. Like look at the Mets, they're not scoring runs either. They're not hit, hitting at all, but their record's much better. Uh, but it's because of the pitching, obviously. Well, the Nationals, you think of them having a good pitching staff. But this year, it's pretty much average in all ways. Uh, the Cubs are a little worse than average, by the way. But if they have an ERA, team ERA in the mid-fours. You know, Scherzer's still pitching great, but, like, you know, some of their other guys that we're going to see this this week, they're not uh, – they're not having the best of years so far, judging by their burn run averages of like guys like Patrick Corbin or um, 
Uh, it was the other guy. Oh, it's good. Ross, Joe Ross. Yeah. Decent pitchers, but, but you know, they're just they're just average this year. And they, so we got to face Scherzer. He's still really good. He had only one stinker this year, but overall, their uh, pitching isn't isn't doing great. Uh, but the Cubs and the Nats are are amongst the best teams defensively as far as like not committing errors. So they've, they've still got a pretty good defense. Um, I mean, the thing about the Nationals pitching staff, Lester's barely started. I mean, what has he had? Two starts? No, they, no I think maybe Two, three? three. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it up. Uh, yeah, I think he was get- starts. Steven Strasburg is there. Uh, <laughs> what, what happened? All of a sudden, uh, Michael left really fast. <laughs> I, I, something must have happened, and uh, Michael had to leave really quickly. Hopefully, everything's okay. Is everything okay, Michael? Oh, yeah. I just had to grab a beer, and I was just waiting for a good opportunity. I'm like, feels like they're going to talk for uh, a good 30 seconds. It gives me time to hit the fridge. So I know you guys are driving. You can't drink the beers. I'm holding it down for you. No, my my dread was that. Because our connection is bad. Exactly, and that was my my dread was I was going to jump up to grab a beer, and I was going to come back, and you guys would just be straight frozen, and nobody would know. Oh, just like you are right now, yeah. <laughs> totally frozen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, should we get into the uh, the matchups? Yeah. Are we frozen? No, you're doing okay. Hello. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh god. He can't so, hear us. Okay, all right. Um, yes. No, I can't. Okay, good. We can hear you. All good. <laughs> yeah, all good. Uh, so, For the podcast listeners, we have switched to sign language. Yeah, exactly. I, I hope I hope you like. Uh, I hope you can. You have the uh, sign language uh, uh, translating app on your. Podcast app. <laughs> um, all right. You got the. Uh, but tomorrow's an interesting matchup because you have John Lester going against, you know, the old grizzled veteran going against the young rising Edward Alzali. And if you remember when Edward. The Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Bet Online. This week has tons of sports action as the MLB, NBA, and NHL are in full swing. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sports news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. The Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Kansas City Steaks. You work hard and you play hard, so treat yourself and stock up for summer barbecues with Kansas City Steak Company. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD, like Sam David, or sports drink, at checkout. From classic steak cuts to USDA Prime to American-style Kobe, hard-to-find specialty cuts, and more... 
Kansas City Steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill. They make it so easy. Each order from Kansas City Steaks is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Imagine relaxing in the backyard with the family while enjoying steakhouse quality meals from Kansas City Steaks. Try their butter tender filet mignon, Kansas City strips, juicy steak burgers, all beef jumbo hot dogs, and even complete meal combos. Bring the steakhouse to your house this summer with Kansas City Steaks. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. That's KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD. KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD. Back to the show. I'll try and finish that story for him. I think what he's saying was uh, Lester was mentoring Alzali, and after his first start, uh, Lester got him a nice bottle of champagne, and it was etched with uh, the stats from the night before. And it was this, you know, it was kind of a nice moment between the grizzled veteran, uh, kind of, you know, handing it off to a kid who had, you know, just broken into the big leagues, and now uh, they're facing each other. So what I what I'm really hoping is that Alzali uh, pitches lights out and then gives Lester a bottle of champagne with Lester's shitty stats on it. <laughs> I, think, I, I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm kind of excited about, the, obviously, the tribute and, and Lester returning. But I got a feeling that Adbert, and I, and I hope this doesn't kind of doesn't get too amped for it, I think he's going to want to really pitch well versus Lester. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't try too much. He just, you know, he can – because that was the big thing he was working on, right, Crawley, was not letting the game get to him, get too fast when things started to happen. Correct. Slowing it down a little bit, taking each batter, each batter, that's it. Yeah, so so hopefully going up against his sort of mentor won't amp him up too much. Well, I'm putting up the stats for him right now, and uh, Alzali – Last time he went out there, they let him do the six innings against Cleveland. Gave up three runs at five hits, six Ks. Uh, the time before that was when he went to five innings versus the Dodgers that we wish they'd put him out there for a sixth inning. Uh, but it, he got seven Ks in that game. So he's looked good. Um, in fact, like he hasn't given up four runs since his first start on April 6th. So that's really nice. And then I'll put up Lester's numbers. Yeah, it's three starts. This will be his fourth. And uh, he hasn't given up more than uh, three runs. He went six innings against Philly last time in a loss, even though he only gave up one run uh, at three walks, four strikeouts, uh, gave up six hits. So, And pitched 97 pitches, which pretty damn impressive. Yeah. And then um, game two, I believe it's going to – Game two is, uh, let's see, uh, Zach, Zach Davies versus Patrick Corbin. So a couple lefties that were facing right away. So I don't know. We didn't see Jason Hayward today. Um, I'm wondering, you know, if they're going to let him start up, you know, both of these This, this becomes not. an interesting issue with, you know, he's, Hayward struggled a lot against lefties. And now oh, you have Peterson, you have Hap, and you have Chris Bryant. 
uh, and then you have Matt Duffy. You're trying to find places for all of these guys. And so that's kind of an interesting situation because with that monster contract that Jay Hay did, you weren't going to make him a platoon player, okay? And so that contract started, what, 2016? We're almost, almost, what, five years through it? Like, I'm just wondering if with this year, if you are going to see Hayward sit more uh, against lefties. Now, my guess is he, he is going to want to play against John Lester. But still, when you look at the lefties that he's going to face, maybe time to sit him with all the options in the outfield. Yeah, and you saw Bryant play left field yesterday and right field today. And so they, you know, they, they want Duffy's bat in there. He's the only one that's actually Consistent. consistently uh, on base and hitting the ball. Right. KB is their, obviously their biggest offensive star. So you can't take him out of the game. But Duffy, the way that he's hitting and been moving guys around, you can't take his bat out either. And Duffy doesn't seem like he can play a lot of positions. So, yeah, KB gets an outfield position. Duffy gets that uh, third base position. Um, but And now you've got Horner back in. Horner's back right. into it. You got Hap. I mean, Sogard, Bodie. Sogard is still hitting okay. Uh but again, still don't like him so much in the field. I think you're seeing Bodie and Sogard and I don't know Hayward. Well, you, you're, you're definitely well. See, you can't do Hayward and Jock. Yeah, you can't have two you, guys. You can't have both of them. You, you know, you can't just throw right. an outfield out there when you don't have to. Of dudes that you know, and unfortunately, it's just bad luck. You hit you hit the lefty uh, today, then you hit a left. You get a couple lefties this. This uh, weekend, now you're going to hit a couple more lefties at the beginning of this week, you know, with Corbin and, and Lester. Danny, you know, I thought you said the Cubs weren't playing against lefties this year. I I, I was told this. <laughs> the NL, NL, NL Central, I think, only has three lefties. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, maybe they forgot it wasn't last year we were playing more than the NL Central. Okay, we play all these teams but last you, year. But you got to win your division. Those, yeah. those games obviously count for more as your divisional games. So, um, well, let me put up uh, Zach Davies' numbers. He's going out there on game two. And, uh, I mean, he was better last time for sure. Um, Gave up. uh, Last time he went out there, he one run. Wait, is this the right numbers? (laughs) I don't know. They're your stats. I, I, I think it is. Uh, I'm driving. Yeah, because he, he pitched against Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, Probably. No, I'm like, no, because I was like, oh, look, it's a loss. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he gave up one run uh, and, and uh, through 5.1 innings and a 2-1 to one loss. Uh, so that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, it, it looks like we have uh, a guest who's just shown up. Yeah, Johnny Adamantapia is here. So I wasn't sure if Johnny. I wasn't sure if Johnny was coming. We're going to bring him right into the conversation, though, because if anything, if, if anything, this show needs is Johnny Adamatapia and us driving on the road. Johnny Adamatapia, fresh back from Arizona, K Paso. I wish I was driving. That looks fun. Oh my God! I wish you had been here. Uh, 10 minutes ago when these guys were max headroomed out and gone. And I'm sitting here trying to talk about why the team hasn't hit 85% vaccination. I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> they have Why aren't they getting vaccinated? Because they're rich white dudes. 
Oh yeah, yeah. they flipped the script on us. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Johnny, nobody knew that coming into the season. <laughs> Johnny, you're fresh back from AZ. You took a now. You said you're like I took an airline that nobody's ever heard of to an airport that nobody's ever been to. Yeah. So what What happened? I was watching the news and they said, "Oh, there's a new airline out of Burbank, which is close to my house." And I thought, "Oh, sweet, that'll save me a lot of time and money." And then I landed in Mesa, which I didn't realize is not Phoenix and is not a suburb. It's another city in Arizona. It's it's pretty close. Yeah. So it but- took me about four hours on public transportation <laughs> the first day to get to Phoenix. A lot of walking through the desert. And uh, I just I paid for the Uber on the way back. What was yeah. it? Not that you're giving them endorsement, but what was the airline? I'm just curious. Do they have a, a name? Velo. A Velo? Uh- yeah! Wow, I, I I haven't heard of that. It's from the brain yeah. of the guy who invented uh, another airline. My pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Avello. My pillow on every seat. Mesa is uh, where the Cubs, the home of Cubs spring training, Sloan Park at Mesa. Yeah, right. Ho- it's Ho- there, but, the, but yeah, and Ho- yeah, Ho-Ho Camp, but the or it used to be Ho-Ho Camp. But you the, used, um, that, that's the A's now. Yeah, but the uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the the Mesa Airport is for a flog. It's not like by the stadium. It's like right the hell? because yeah, yeah. I guess that's what I was thinking was yeah, Mesa. I mean, Sloan Park is really not far from uh, Phoenix. But yeah, if you're on the other side, you're out in the boonies. You know, because there is the whole place is surrounded by desert. So you're out there, yeah. Johnny. Yeah, and did you know that sometimes they refer to themselves as Phoenicians? I was like, I don't think that's right. <laughs> they also sometimes light themselves on fire. <laughs> well, that's just called summer. Um, <laughs> right, Johnny, that's walking gotta, down the street. I got to ask you, Johnny. I, we were going through all this stuff today. We, uh, Danny and I were looking some stuff. This team looks like it should be a lot better than its record. What is going on? Yeah, why do they suck so bad? Their numbers are terrible. There's a couple really uh, let me let me pull up my stats. There's a couple really bad players, and it just it slows the whole thing down. Or we we went uh, to extra innings twice in a row, oh. two games in a row, and our relief pitchers just give it up. You know, it's just like all right, they bunt some guy over to third, and then get a triple anyway. Somebody um, bunted <laughs> over to third, boy. I haven't. We haven't seen that. They just hit us. They just hit all yeah. of us. <laughs> yeah, they actually were doing some uh, little league baseball, but th- there's no consistency. That's the thing. And um, man, who it, Schwarber's terrible. They took him out of the lineup today. <laughs> we yeah. So we've been following Schwarber a little bit and putting him up against Jock Peterson because that's kind of what the Cubs did. They let Schwarber go and they picked up Peterson, same player. And uh, at first, it looked like like. Out of the gates, Schwarber looked like, oh, God, he's going to have a year. Right. But since then, he's in the tank, isn't he? He had a walk-off home run early in the season, and everyone loved him. And then he just can't hit now. It's just So you have the, the number of, of people they've left on base so high. So will he even get a chance to play at Wrigley? Oh, wouldn't that be amazing if they oh. just benched him for the full full series? That would be harsh. I mean, it, it, he was not put in today. And um, 
the person that's been taking his place, Ryan, uh, not Ryan, uh, Zimmerman, who we all thought everyone at the ballpark last night was like, didn't he retire? Because he took he took COVID off last year. He didn't play, and now he's right. back and he's having a wild, good season. Unexplainable. Yeah, Ryan Zimmerman's been with the team longer than anyone else, right? He was he was an expo, wasn't he? He was their first. <laughs> I think he was recruited out of college. He was their first sign uh, signing, which is really funny too because uh, the stats are so are so cooked for him because he's like he has the most home runs of any national. Oh right, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, we saw that today at uh, at Tiger Stadium with Miguel Cabrera. They were like, but they they were showing like how the Tigers were better than the Cubs. They're like, who has more home runs? Miguel Cabrera or Chris Bryant? And they're like, Miguel Cabrera's got like double the home runs. And you're like, dude, Miguel Cabrera's been playing like for 20 years in the major leagues. We, we, were, we were joking about it because I remember Cabrera when the Cubs played them in 2003. You know, we kind of laughed. Like the National or the, the, the Marlins, Cubs are going to kill the Marlins. Right. And that's when uh, Josh Beckett had his breakout year and, and Miguel Cabrera was a rookie in 2003. And we want, was it today or was it yesterday? I can't They're all blended now. He hit a ball that looked like it might be a close play. He literally looked like he had a walker going to first. It was so Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm like, oh, he's definitely going to beat this one out. And I look, he's like still in the batter's box. I was like, what? <laughs> and, he, and he's in the batter's box, not because he's admiring the shot, but because he's no. trying to figure out which direction to run. I honestly, if he was on the Cubs, they, Marquis could have him on a Prevagen commercial. <laughs> so uh yeah but we were looking at i mean just some weird stuff like i i gotta ask you about this stat you have the 10th best ops in the major leagues yet have scored the fourth fewest amount of runs wow so that is like, really interesting i mean it just and i know it's it's like not a, that small of a sample size we're halfway through Max Headroom. Yes, this is this is what has been happening to us. So. <laughs> oh God! Hold on. As I mentioned at the beginning of the Sunranto show today, um, you could be listening to the Sunranto show early and ad free. Um, how? By joining us at Patreon.com/sunranto. Uh, you get the show early. You get your own. Uh, RSS feed, which is completely ad-free. And uh, also, like when we do separate preview episodes, you can tune into those live uh, when we do those. Um, you get access to our show notes, info about the pitching matchups and what's going on with the Cubs opponent in that next series. Uh, plus, you get to go onto the Super Ranters page, uh, the Sun Ranters Super Ranters page on Facebook. We have uh, post-show and uh, sometimes post-game discussions. Um, you get the Cubs music, you can get your name uh, at the end of the show as a supporter of the Sun Ranto Show. There's perks at every level. Uh, plus, 10% of the the money that we get goes right to the Lost Boys Baseball Program, where we help kids in Chicago play baseball, and we help build our community. So, final plea, if you uh, would buy each one of us a beer a year at Wrigley Field for doing this show, well, that's joining at, let's say, the 3 or $4 level. So, join us. $5 a month. That's all we ask. And uh, we'll keep bringing Sun Ranto Show to you. Um, the ads that we do don't pay shit. Uh, Patreon is the only way we keep the lights on at the podcast. 
God's honest truth. The ads are garbage to us. So please join us. Keep this Cubs podcast on the air. It's all up to you. Um, all the money goes right back into the show, to the StreamYard app, to the events we host, hosting for our website and the podcast and advertising and tickets and batteries and mics and headphones and all the shit we got to buy, okay? Help us out. Become a Patreon member. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. The link to subscribe is in the podcast notes of this episode. So just click on it. Join up. You'll never hear an ad again. You'll never hear me asking you to join Patreon again because you already did it. Okay? So Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Do it now. Back to the show. I'm going to mute you here for a minute. Okay, they're out. Uh, all right, Johnny. So, you know, I, I'll, I'll kind of see if I can uh, decipher his notes. So, yeah, basically they're hitting the ball. They're just not bringing anybody in. So they're putting together that one hit per inning type of thing, right? Exactly. You have Turner at the top of the, or the order and Soto, and then Schwarber leaves them on base. And then- right. And Soto is, uh, you know, one of the great hitters, but not quite as hot this year as he has been not quite as hot. And he was out with COVID for a couple weeks. So he's uh, he just got back and he's, he's warming back up. He's looking good. Right. And you know, and anybody who's had COVID knows that there's a really good chance that it's not just gone once you're done with it. Yeah, exactly. Even though he's young, but still. And right. Then, but he could, he could still be, you know, running a little bit weak at the start of the season. And then you all know Josh Bell. He's been around forever, right? Yeah, uh, played with the Pirates forever. He's uh, he's he's batting one seventy something, and so he's he's in the game a lot. Yeah, and I and I have to say with, with even with Pittsburgh, hopefully it's the same. Yeah, even with Pittsburgh, he wasn't great. He was kind of feast or famine. Big power guy, lots of strikeouts. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I have a couple of things now. We we can we're getting a lot of uh, car noise too. Okay, all right, hold on. Sorry. All right, so if you ever want me on for the Diamondbacks preview special, I have a couple thoughts. One, they're Tell obsessed us. with the wave at that stadium. Like, oh god, the look of joy. They're like, oh, it's it's coming. Like really grown adults. So thrilled that the wave was coming and like and we did it and let's have it go all the way around in one complete thing. They were missing and they would do it regardless of who was at bat. And it and it wasn't because it was a blowout game. It was like second inning, be one to one, and they're do the wave is coming. <laughs> second inning, nationals up to bat. <laughs> yeah, let's do right. the wave. Let's do the wave. And then the other challenging thing is their mascot is some sort of like a coyote or something. They they have a couple. I think it's a Bobcat. I remember. Yeah, bobcat. I know. Yeah, they've got a bobcat, despite them being snakes. Yeah, I, I think that it's a branding issue. And the college I went to, the University of Virginia, they're the Cavaliers, and they're the Wahoos, and they're the Who's, and it's the same. <laughs> it's the same branding issue. It's like they've got multiple mascots, and it should just be one thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because at least if you go to like Virginia Tech, they're the school that had mass shooting and so you're like okay well i know that (laughs) (laughs) because unfortunately the mascot for that is horrific yeah it's 
they only, <laughs> they only bring them out in home games. But uh, okay, so um, we're gonna move on here. You're you're pitching, like okay. we know. Uh, you've got Scherzer, you know, always at the top, and and Strasburg, which we're not going to see. But uh, how's he doing? Out, he, he's out. He's he oh. is on the aisle or is coming back from the aisle and doing. Uh, he pitched a simulation game. He oh, okay. He has one of those careers. He just he just signed some mega contract to stay with the Nationals, and um, he he never plays more than ten games. It seems in a season. Oh my god! Yeah, he's. he's yeah, he's made a ton of money off the Nationals for the amount of time that he's actually played for them. Yeah, exactly. He's he's good when he plays, but yeah, he'll he'll have three good games and then he'll be out for a couple months. So, um, so yeah, you but, won't see him. Yeah, but you got guys like Corbin and Ross, who uh, had good years, you know, last year, the year before for sure, but. Uh, kind of falling off the table there as well. Yeah, Corbin with a, a six ERA. Um, yeah, but he's about Lester pitching to you. Well, we're excited about it. I mean, the big thing with that is that uh, the Cubs fans may be more excited about Lester coming to Wrigley than Nationals fans will be. Yo, yeah, because it's a home. That'll be fun. Well, they the Cubs never got to send uh, Lester off. Right, because there was no fans in the stands last year, um, and so they never did the tribute. They never did any of that stuff. So tomorrow is going to be the day. Oh, that's nice. That'll be cool. I, and I hope they do a tribute, and then they put up freaking like eighteen runs on him in like two two innings, <laughs> and he just goes to the shower. We give him a standing ovation because he got his ass whooped. I got a question for you too, Johnny. How are Washington fans taken to Starlin Castro? Uh, I, I, they like him. I, I see a lot of uh, jerseys. People wearing Starlin Castro jerseys. Is he still rolling over to? I guess rolling over to shortstop into the double play constantly. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Not much has changed then. No. Um, yeah. Well, and, uh, I didn't I, have I, much I to add. You, thanks for having well, me I was on. <laughs> Well, I, I, I was going to say sorry uh, that we keep cutting out. I know this is probably hard to watch and listen to for some people, uh, but I, I did want to ask you about a couple of the other uh, starters that you got going. Corbin, uh, now, he's going on uh, Tuesday. Now, it's, it seems to me, like, and, and uh, the same with Scherzer, that it seems to me that uh, – both of them would have decent ERAs if they didn't put up one stinker of a game. As you see this game when he went two innings against Arizona, Corbin gave up 10 runs, nine of them earned. And then if you look at Scherzer, who's pitching Thursday in the day game, he had a game uh, recently against Toronto where he gave up seven runs on the five earned on eight hits and that kind of, and his ERA still in a decent shape at just a two. But like, uh, Corbin, he's a, he's a, been a decent, solid pitcher for you guys. Is it just that you're not scoring for him? Or no, Cor- Corbin's been having one really bad inning every game. Scoring like, in general? Corbin's just been having one really bad inning every game. And is it? Is Scherzer's it one, the it, one that no one, no one scores for Scherzer. He went something like 11 consecutive innings pitched over two games. 
with no score <laughs> behind him. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've seen that before from the Cubs. He won two games already this year, one to nothing, on April 16th and April 21st at Scherzer. Um, yeah, and then uh, a couple of the other games, yeah, they don't really, they don't seem to score for him too much. Uh, you know, losing zero to, you know, th- by three runs against mm-hmm. the Dodgers earlier in the year. So um, that's kind of the classic. And then he's going up against Arietta on Thursday. Or, or no, that's Wednesday's game, actually. Uh, Scherzer versus Arietta, And then um, the thing that I'm excited about uh, that game uh, particularly is uh, that seems like an old school matchup. Yes. You know, like five five years ago, that I mean, that's like a, you know a, a marquee kind of no unintended. Yeah, yeah. Literally, well, I don't know if it's going to be shown on marquee. I believe they got some women's basketball that they want to show instead. But um, no, but uh, yeah, that's like, and I'm going to that game, and I'm sitting in the vaccinated section. Nice. There's an all vaccinated section where they just pack in. You make cup snakes. You get to, like, you know, spit all over each other. You don't have to wear pants, just like Clark. It's great. Um, but Arietta's going out in that game, uh, too. I just want to bring up a couple of his numbers. We talked about him earlier in the game. But besides one stinker this year against Cincinnati, you know, he's been everything that we had hoped he would be, you know, 100%. So I'm, I'm interested to see that game. That's Wednesday. And then, now tell me about Tyson Ross. Because he went out there against Arizona, and you saw two games that were out of hand. One yes. that the Nationals won and one that the Nationals lost by a large amount. And both games were one lost by a large amount. Um, Ross was the guy who's going to pitch Thursday against the Cubs against Williams, who was, uh, was no good for This is going to be a real shit of Thursday, but Ross... Gave up eight runs. Only one home run. Eight hits. Only lasted four innings. And they had another start against St. Louis where uh, he gave up ten runs on uh, eight hits and uh, four home runs. So, I mean, and then every other time, I mean, he's a number five guy. Every other time, he was freaking lights out. So what does he do wrong when he sucks? He's 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 inconsistent, and in the past he's always been up and down to AAA, or he'll, he'll he's not really a a big league pitcher. And we were saying before that Strasburg is on the IL again, so I think um, I, I don't think we'd even be seeing Ross if all the pitchers were healthy. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, it sounds like Ross a 4-8 player, really. Yeah, and and yeah, I think... You, so you don't think you don't think he belongs in a major league rotation? You could be a bullpen swing guy. <laughs> yes, exactly. And he, He's kind of like, uh, I don't know, we've had at least three guys star for us this summer that we've all thought the same thing on the Cubs at one time yeah. or another. Trevor Williams... Uh, Alec Mills, you know, he, he's had a start. I don't know. The one guy, Keegan Thompson, that I wish they would give a little more run to isn't getting it. So, Well, Johnny, it sounds like you're pretty disappointed in your team. It, they're disappointing. It's, it stinks. I've, but 
there's just a couple of players that need to be figured out. Schwarber and Castro and Bell. They're just not batting. And, um, yeah, I don't have much analysis. I'm thinking about the Diamondbacks. Are, 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 you have, are, you having, are you having fun at least listening to the games? Or, or is this one of those teams that, like, you're just kind of in the mood that you're sick of the old guys – and the division is so No, I still love it. I mean, watching um, what, Trey Turner is still so much fun to watch, and Juan Soto's back. So the and, and Max Scherzer is so fun to watch. So those things are those make it worth it. And the thing is, the division is so bad. I don't know who's winning in the National League because at one point almost everyone was below five hundred in in the East, and so. Even if the Nats lose three games in a row, they're still only like four out of it. Or you know, it's it, there's no one taking the division through. Yeah, we know that feeling. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's strange because you got the powerhouses of the West and uh, the Giants kind of being a surprise this year. There's I don't know if they're still at first, but they were as of this morning yeah. uh, by a little bit. But the real shocker is the NL East because I thought that the Braves. And uh, they had the bats and the guns. I thought that the Nationals were still there doing it, and, and, and the, the Mets, Mets made some moves. And then, and then you kind of don't expect much out of Florida. But I remember I looked at the standings just a, a couple weeks ago. The only team with a positive run differential in the East was the Florida Marlins, and they were in last place. <laughs> like, exactly. I was like, what am I looking at? Like the Mets. The Mets, are, I don't know if they're still in first, but, uh, you know, they they were for a while. They were in, uh, we swept them. They didn't score any runs. Uh, they have scored, they have, like, the lowest OPS in the major leagues. They don't score any runs at all, and yet they still manage to, like, be right there. Yeah, so they've, just, lost, they've lost three games in a row, <laughs> and they're still in first. And in Washington, with a 4-4-4 winning percentage, is only three out. You know, one series and DC could yeah. be first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's I mean, it's a dog. It's still early and stuff. Do, do you think that the Nationals are going to be trying to win it, or are they going to be maybe moving some of the the older players that they could maybe get something for at this point? Are, are they? Do you, how are how are Washington? Um, like, how are the sports talk radio people talking about it? The they're talk, like, trade the talk everybody. People, yeah, they're, the the thinking is that Scherzer will be traded. Oh, see, Danny was hoping that oh. the Cubs could pick up Zimmerman. <laughs> oh, yeah, we just, we just so, so, so we need is another old guy. Yeah, right. So they're, they're thinking they want to trade Max Scherzer for young players like uh, prospects? I mean, wow. Yeah, I think it just to try to get some money out of them before while they're while they're losing. Right. No, that makes sense. I mean, wow, we're, we're in the same boat. You and know, I, think, uh, I know that Max Scherzer recently Max Scherzer recently had a baby. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, uh, does the baby have one blue eye and one brown eye? <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Does, doesn't everybody have one brown eye? Hey, hey, hey now. 
That's why you support patreon.com forward slash sunranto. These jokes don't write themselves. Yeah, they actually do. Oh, my do. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, Johnny, and I'll, I'll just, I agree. I, I, I think that the, the Nationals and the Cubs are kind of equally frustrated teams to watch because there's nothing worse than a 500. So I have a feeling. The Nationals are going to sit, beat the shit. They're all different kinds of big balls. But I think they'll get eight and get one. That's <laughs> one. And, we'll, and it'll just you, be a, get all that, Johnny? a yeah, battle I, of just like <laughs> two recent World Series champions that are just. I mean, that's how it feels anyway. <laughs> that is, that, um, Danny? The way that you just said that is exactly how it feels. Yep, that is. That's what I feel about <laughs> this this Cubs team and how they're playing this year. It sounds like that's how Johnny feels about his team and how they've been playing. You know, lots of starts and stops, but just don't uh, understand I mean, any I'm, of it. I, I am trying to. We were talking about it over breakfast. You know, it's there's a lot of teams that are struggling to hit. A lot of teams. It's not the Cubs. It's not the Nationals. It's all of baseball, and I'm, I'm just kind of shocked that I just I can't put my finger on why that is. Like, I mean, we all know, like, you know, who, you know, these guys, like, they are, they should they shouldn't be hit, all hitting this bad. Like, if you look league wide, there's a lot of bad batting averages. There's a lot of bad offensive performances. It's 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 the the baseball product in and of itself has been underwhelming this year. Yeah, and they, they dead in the ball. And, and then yeah, I was like, going to no, say, I think that's why. They they yeah. raised up the, the laces a touch to give the pitchers a little bit better grip, and then they deadened the ball on top of that, which guys who throw hard, I think it's really helping them. They're getting a ton more spin on it, and the ball's coming in hard. And then when the guys hit it, they're just not getting that extra two or three feet that they used to get. And well, when I was watching cheating. it, <laughs> stick up. They're using stick up. So many leaders are using a foreign substance on the baseball, and they're letting it happen. It, it really does make it uh, for boring baseball, it's, especially with the shift. Also, I'm sure you guys talked about the, talk about that all the time. But I was at the game, and it's just all those all those players on the right side of the field. It's so weird, and the ball just goes to them. <laughs> right. Well, and especially, yeah. I mean, so. If that's what's happening to the Nationals, they're hitting the ball, but they're getting thrown out a lot because they're hitting directly into the shift. Is that what you're saying? Yep, absolutely. And, and Johnny, we can tell you from our time you know, watching Kyle Schwarber, he always gets in trouble with the shift. Like, the shift kills Schwarber. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I wanted to ask you uh, one more question about your trip to Arizona because you just caught those two games. Uh, how did you enjoy that ballpark? It's interesting to to have it, the dome was on and then they can take the dome off real quickly. I'd never seen that before. I thought it would take all day. Like when I was a kid, it seemed like there's a dome and are we going to have it open or not? Like it was a big decision. Um, yeah, like like they can't do it between the the fourth and the fifth inning or something. Right, but they just they opened it immediately and this big hot wind came swirling around and. Um, the beers are are half 
as much expense as they are at LA at Dodger Stadium. It's like they're not we trying thinking, to punish you. We were thinking the same thing. We're like, oh, we're going to Detroit. We're going to get cheap beers to work out. There. No, they were like 12 bucks a beer over here. So, I mean, we, I ended up drinking this. Johnny, you would have been proud of me. They had this, like, uh, blackberry apple cider the blueberry thing, and uh, it was it was it was eleven twenty five I think for sixteen ounces. Uh huh. And um, the, and it was a six point two five alcohol content. So I did that. When me and Johnny over together, we're always looking it up and we're doing the math: alcohol content versus per price ounce. versus uh, <laughs> per ounce content. So uh, and so that was the best deal, but. Unfortunately, the one thing you can't factor in is heartburn, which yeah, uh, right. if you drink it, yeah, so if you, you really, that, that needs to be big, somehow figured into the cost and like, hit our spreadsheet because I, I did, uh, uh, but you know, one thing I found that they do do at Tiger Stadium, you know, $5 uh, Millers, uh, uh, just regular, uh, regular Miller beers, champagne of beers. Yeah, see that's- $5 cans of Miller. That's a nice option. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I would summer, I'd be fine with drinking Miller Bear. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, uh, so Blair, Blair, did you did you ever find a place to stay? Because I know you went down there and you're like, I have no place to stay. I'm far flung at Mesa. Like, what did you end up doing? Did you just end up I got a, walking? Or yeah, I just got a me? hotel by the – I got a hotel by the stadium. Um, everyone there is really nice. It's hard to find somewhere to eat. It's like a weird – downtown area but um yeah phoenix right down by the ballpark is pretty much empty like there used yeah. to be the the uh, alice cooper had alice cooper's town right across the street i don't know if that's still there but that was like the only place to eat yeah there there's a lot of empty storefronts and stuff like that yeah oh well, yeah i guess especially after a year of covid it's yeah well not not that arizona ever gave a shit about yeah, that was, yeah, was the stadium full yeah. Um, no, it was reduced, uh, reduced seating. Okay. It was, it was fun to have my pod of one. Did anybody ask <laughs> you, did anybody ask you to, uh, validate a vote? <laughs> um, I voted a bunch of times when I was down there. <laughs> you used to I, I like your Sharpie? You, you get a free Taco Bell taco the next day every time you stop at steal. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did, did you have to wear a mask while you were uh, walking around the ballpark? No, people really weren't. Which was funny because yeah. I was thinking, I was like, "Am I indoors or not? Am I technically indoors?" Or oh, outdoors? because the dome was open, right? You went in and it was indoor. Yeah, but then it was outdoor by the time the game started. That's right. There was a lot of different <laughs> considerations for my mask policy, which yeah. is well, which is why here, they have such a hard time validating votes. <laughs> They never know when, if it was done indoors or outdoors. When we got into, uh, when we drove into Michigan, that was the first day that they that the mask mandate was lifted. Yeah, it was the first day here and that we didn't have to wear them. But you still can't bring in a bag that's over. Right, right. Yeah, like you, you can only bring a wallet. Yeah, that's all you can have. And they would get mad at me because I basically, like, I stuffed things, like, all over, like, up and down my pants so that I'd snuck in a bag. Like a camera, tripod, camera, charger. And so, like, I would just go get in there, and then I would take it all out, put it in the bag that I snuck in, and then walk around the bag. And then when we'd leave, they'd be like, Wait, where'd you get that bag? Yeah, they were mad at us on the way out yesterday. They're like, 
Yeah, because we like we stuffed our our bags in our pockets. And yeah. That's so because they were little bags, and uh, so uh, when we were coming out, it was like they thought we were stealing from. Oh, right. uh, they thought we were like I don't know what from where. I'm like, why wow, you guys got John Baker Day fanny packs there? Like, <laughs> well, you guys sell would... cups, drawstrings. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess I I missed where the CDC put out that the best way to spread COVID was through personal bags. Purses, backpacks, they're all full of COVID. Oh, I heard people complaining at Dining Back. Uh, People said, oh, we went to the game last night and we bought all-you-can-eat tickets. And then they told us after we got there, like, oh, we're not doing all-you-can-eat because of COVID. (laughs) <laughs> you're like yeah well i mean no, in that that case makes sense because it's even more fat people dying if you you know from it so if if you're out there gorging yourself at the ball game you're just high risk switch for fat people yeah yeah oh man it's tough uh, yeah, by the way that if you ever get a chance to eat in the all you can eat section um in the Yeah, we can, we can, you, you were actually stopping yourself. The camera was working fine, but you yourself stopped. No, I think that we had some sort of Amber Alert. Yeah, I I, I think some some Amber Alert came through. All of a sudden there was this alert. Uh, But no, there was a a buffet over right field. And you could sit up in the upper right field corner and it's just like a casino buffet. It's got a carving station and vegetables and big salads and cheese and all the desserts. It's awesome. And uh, nice. you, sit, you, you get a table that kind of overlooks the ball game. You sit and watch the ball game sitting at a table. Just going back eating to your heart's content. They bring you all your beer. It's awesome. But that's can't do it now because of COVID. Apparently sitting at tables and eating food is yeah. a high risk. It, well vaccinated is, is a high risk uh us activity so well johnny you got to come back and visit with us on thursday night we're gonna it's our next show uh if you're gonna be available uh, i'd love to have yeah, you back we'll, out we'll recap, we can have a better conversation yeah that'd a better be conversation about these games that'd be great i'll i'll listen to them and try to pay attention and we're gonna watch mccall we're gonna have a green screen next time we're gonna pretend like we're still in a car <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we, 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 we are the Thelma and Louise of Cubs podcast right now. So it's catching on. Uh, yeah, feeling good. So, um, oh yeah, oh shit, we we just missed our turn. <laughs> <laughs> that was ninety. Are we supposed to go at ninety? I, I don't know, man. You got to, technically you you took my phone that had the GPS. <laughs> all right, all right. We, <laughs> You know, ever since you two kidnapped that that Amber girl, you've really become flustered. I know. It's Actually, ever since ever since you, they found out people were looking for him, I will say. Boy. I will say that I popped on here earlier, and Crawley ordered three sugar cookies, <laughs> and I I asked who the third sugar cookie was for. They they kind of dodged the question a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I put two of them away. I got one more left. It's for Amber. <laughs> oh wait, did I say that? Uh, you know what's so strange about it? What? Why do kids keep taking? Why do people keep taking kids named Amber? I don't understand. You know, I just stop think, naming you your kids Amber. Some, yeah, exactly. It seems like that would just like fix everything. Um, 
Yeah, anyway, we, we're back on track. We're taking I-65. We're, we're back. We're back on track. Um, well, thanks for having <laughs> me on, your, on the Car Talk podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thanks, thanks for coming on, Johnny. And we'll, we'll talk to you. This, I'm going to text you a lot from the bleachers, and uh, and maybe we'll even do a post game together or something because you get you're early. Your time's early. Yeah, yeah, that'll be great. So, yeah. All right. All right, All right. All right. Spagog. Yeah, take it easy. All right. So. Oh my um, goodness. This this show is thankfully almost over. And thanks for bearing with us, everybody. I know the technical difficulties of the situation are not good, but um, uh, you know this is just how it is when uh, you're driving back from <laughs> when you're driving back to Detroit, Rock City, Detroit. Uh, we sang that song five hundred times minimum. Oh yeah, I, I actually I've heard Crawley say it five hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, I, I'd say all in all, the success, successful trip, so successful. I had so much fun that I have no announcements, really. And uh, Bleacher Bump fans not playing until the 19th of June. But those tickets are for sale at G-Man Tavern's website. If you click oh, on I got to get on there. Yeah, yeah we're coming up. It is awesome. So, yeah, get, get your it's, pods are still available. They're doing pods, but that just now is going to mean that uh, you'll you'll uh, get a table, which is kind of a nice way to, you know, sit. You get to sit and watch us instead of standing around. So if you want a table, buy a table. Um, and uh, I think that's the only announcement I really have. And I also don't have any TFCs because everything kind of went pretty good. <laughs> I got nothing to say. I got nothing bad to say this week. I will say that the guy sitting next to me who was a Tigers fan today, I didn't like him. Uh, and was he the I, one I that passed out? No, no, that guy was pretty funny. So, speaking of passed out, we just got enough an exit ramp and the whole fucking phone took a shit. But that is radio gold. Oh god. Uh, so uh, no, no, there's just this fucking stupid Trumper sitting next to us. Like, we, 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 he was yelling about HIPAA laws. Shit, Crawley set him straight. And also, there were people outside uh, protesting, basically stopped the steel motherfuckers of Michigan out in front. But they're they're so mad. They were so mad because the MLB moved the All Star Game to uh, out of of Atlanta. And I go, well, uh, that actually fits. That actually fits directly into my TFC, the one TFC I have. So I'm going to pop that up there since we're talking about it. No, actually, we got to yeah, go ahead do your TFC. Uh, the FBI has identified many people who incited violence at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, but we still need your help to bring others to justice, blah, blah, blah. If the man in these photos looks familiar, submit a tip. And uh, there it is. If you were clicking on these pictures, he's wearing a Wrigley Field T-shirt. Yeah, but, oh, so you knew there, you knew there'd be one. I mean, look, it's got the rickets all in on it. Well, here we yeah. here we got a we got a live TFC. If uh, I could show you, it's an actual piece of paper instead of a screenshot of anything. I think you want ninety. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is podcast go. We missed a turn. We're, we're we're back on track. Okay, so the biggest mess got, that we've ever. Done. First of all, it's got it's got the MLB logo right on the top. So like they, these assholes could probably get sued for you put this pamphlet out. It says 
Major League Baseball is opposed to election integrity, all caps. Yes, you read that right. MLB claims to believe that voter ID is racist, but they still make you show a photo ID if you come to their will-call desk to pick up your <laughs> baseball tickets. Hypocrites! They I, I love when these people don't understand constitutional law, and yet they're quoting it left and right. Oh, it was the same as Hippa guy today. He just like had no idea. Just like anyway, hypocrites. They punished the city of Atlanta by yanking the All-Star game just because the state of Georgia passed a law improving all caps election integrity. And then he put this in uh, italics for some reason. They seem to think the national pastime is cancel culture, not baseball. The MLB execs care more about their contracts with the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> the Chinese contracts that the baseball teams have. Yeah. And they do about American voters. Stand up and protest corporate cancel culture. Support and defend election integrity. And then they wrote in red... And all caps, boycott MLB. Tell them to play ball, not politics. Which was really interesting because it was on Armed Forces Weekend where the players were all wearing camo uniforms. Let's not play politics. With yeah. Oh, my God, we almost got killed by a truck. So that would have been the last <laughs> thing I did. That's the last thing I did. Danny would have died uh, doing a TFC. How ironic with that? That would have been perfect. And yeah, fuck it. Uh, Honestly, geez. Danny is probably going to die doing a TFC. Tell you the truth. I'll be, be, be at a TFC, so I'll probably how it goes. <laughs> I'm just going to get you know, fucking for cleanse and start yelling at some dumbass shit. And just be like, ah! And grab my chest and go down. You're going to be one of those people that has their uh, obituary in the paper is just one last fuck you to the rickets. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that, that that woman is a goddamn hero. That old lady. I, I was, I see. Uh, so we were already like we went to Founders Brewery for lunch yesterday, and uh, so we were already feeling good. And then we were on like a scooter ride in downtown Detroit. Oh yeah, I got some footage uh, this weekend. But, uh, right, Danny, did you ride the scooter? I saw Crawley hauling around. I did. Did you? Crawley was great at it. Crawley was great at it. Um. I was not. Uh, well, Crawley was just like zooming around, and he sees these people. He's like, "On your right, on your right." Now I don't know why I assumed that just because he told them on the right that they would assume I was coming because scooters don't make any noise or electric. <laughs> so they like let him pass, and I'm like right behind him. They just like right back in the thing, and to avoid him, I just hit a curb and went flying. I was just like, "What am I doing up here? This is not how it should be." So, but I lived, and. Um, those things are really fun. They're a great way around town too. But uh, no, we we had a great time. I got I got uh, some footage, and I'll play it for you next week. Or maybe I'll put it up on the Super Ranchers page. So, uh, and and you know, Patreon only people. I got me and Crowley arguing with these people. <laughs> I got with the people that gave us a pamphlet. I got great footage of that, and that was, I got really heated with those fuckers. I yeah, wanted, yeah. He got, I was just kind of laughing and trying to yeah. point. So I, you know, just, I was like, do something, do something, uh, throw, throw a punch. It was uh, one of those things where it's irony, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, you know, I'm like, you guys know who Pete Ricketts is, right? Yeah, you know who uh, uh, 
Tom Ricketts. Todd Ricketts is. Yeah. He's, he's the number one Trump fundraiser. I'm like, hell, big fundraiser, Wrigley. Should they not do that? I mean, is that playing? I mean, of course, then they can't answer the question. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, we we kept grilling them. And then, but I, I just really, you know, I love arguing with people, but it, it, it's... That 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 group that group was rough. And if you ever ever go to Tiger Park and there's a guy named Timmer who works there, and he offers to take your picture in front of the yeah. Tiger, yeah. do don't not do it. don't don't let Timmer have your camera. <laughs> do not. He doesn't, he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> he, he downloaded all of Danny's financial information. Yeah. From now on, Patreon money will be going to Timmer in Timmer. Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what ends up happening is. We're sitting there, and, you know, there's this huge, awesome tiger sculpture. Tiger's doing this thing, and, like, like, oh, man, you know, let's get a picture with it. And so, you know, they were like, hey, Tim, you, you take a picture? Yeah, yeah, give me your camera. And, I mean, he kind of reminded me of, like, Rocco, the hot dog vendor at Brinkley. And uh, he takes the camera. We take a couple pictures. Like, I took a couple. And we, like, we, like, we start walking away, and all of a sudden, these cup fans, like, four of them were like, did Tim take your picture? They're like, yeah. They're like, take a look at it, and we'll take it again for you. He literally just took pictures of me and Danny next to each other, but not the giant tiger. Not the, the giant tiger. Just like, we, we could have been anywhere. We could have been, you know, just ridiculous. Um, well, and, and I love the fact that somebody was there that recognized that guy and his bad camera abilities. Like, like does that guy just hang out? No, he, just he, waiting no, he's, for he's people to... He's an employee, oh. <laughs> and, and, and he, had, he had done the same thing for them and taken a really bad picture. So they were all laughing about it, and then they saw us getting our picture taken by Timber, and they were like, oh, they're not going to like it either. <laughs> so we took their picture, too. We, you know. Timber's Timber, like, Timber, just over in the corner, like, it's my picture. What did you say? I, I felt bad for Timber, so, like, he's, like, asking, like, hey, what's wrong with my pictures? And I'm, like. Uh, I think your thumb, or your your finger might have got yeah, it. Yeah, your finger slipped. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's accidentally wasted or something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for Timber. I, but yeah. I'm with you. I hate when people do that. They're like, "Hey, let me show you a picture of my uh, me on vacation," and it's like an up close of their family, and they could literally they're just in front of a bush. Yeah, you're, and you're like, yeah. you're like, I guess you kind of have a tan. So. Uh, <laughs> So I guess right. that's the show. I, I I think that's all we have to say to the people tonight. Um, I think that's that it. One yeah. more piece of advice. If you're driving to Michigan and it says Easy Pest, they have these guardrails that come down. Look out for those. Oh, yeah. We, we almost died a couple <laughs> times. We almost went. Like, like, so much if your car isn't registered, they actually drop a, a gate on you? No, no, he didn't realize that the gate was going to come down. He, he thought it was one of those uh, easy pass things you could just keep on driving. And I screamed. I was like, ah! Because, like, I knew that the gate was going to come down. And, and it did. And you, did, you, you didn't hit it, though, so it was We were going to we were going to crash right through it. We missed one <laughs> turn to get we missed one turn to get onto. Uh, we almost missed a turn to get on ninety and like jumped a ramp. Yeah, we jumped a ramp. Jumped we, a curb. We did a few things, but uh, we're, we're gonna make it. I think. I think. I smell Gary, Indiana. I feel like we're getting close. Um, oh my god! Yeah. So uh, there's the show. I, th- I think we should end it with um, a little coming back to Wrigley because that's what's happening tomorrow. Yeah, that's what we'll I got back, uh, queued up. I got it all queued up. We're gonna so. be driving right in front of Wrigley. Yep. All right, so. Uh, 
Has, uh, why, why don't we spook hog out then? All right, let's do it. Spagog. Spagog. Spook hog. I'm coming back to Wrigley with a ticket in my hands. No ring upon my finger because I am just a fan. And I spent most of my money on sausages and beer But I was there when they wanted that year A pressured anticipation had the city tightly wrought With a 5-3 combination as the sailing ball was caught Half a dozen generations who would live to see the day The Cubs would take the season all the way Now we're coming back to Wrigley We're coming back to Wrigley Well, the ivy will start growing
Hello, the Son Santos Show, the Chicago Cubs, 69 Best Postcard. Take care. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.